This is the Marketing Magic Podcast on the Khaled's Podcast Network. I'm Josh Carter, joined today by Jennifer Millerin. Today we're going to talk about are you prepared for post-pandemic marketing? Why doesn't advertising work for you? What's the problem? And advertising in competitive spaces versus non-competitive spaces. Also, of course, the recurring segment of Spot Reviews. All today on the Marketing Magic Podcast on the Khaled's Podcast Network. Your security is our business. Keys Plus. No matter what kind of worksite you have, Keys Plus comes prepared with appropriate PPE, worksite compliant, and they've been doing it for over 40 years. Trust Keys Plus Locksmiths on 9th Avenue in Longview. Welcome back. I'm Josh Carter. This is the Marketing Magic Podcast on the Callets Podcast Network. And like I said, today I'm joined uh, by my marketing colleague, Jennifer Millerin. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Howdy, feeling good. I don't know why I'm calling you Jennifer all of a sudden. Yeah, it's Jen. Thank it's Jen. you. Yeah, thank you. Well, Jen, today, thanks for joining me because we are going to talk about some of the stuff that you and I both love, which is marketing. Mm-hmm. Yum, yeah. All right, well, what, first topic on the list is, are you prepared for post-pandemic marketing? Well, what's that really mean? You know, obviously, um, I think podcast one or two Jen, I, I suggested to the audience, actually, I um, <laughs> I predicted that when the pandemic is over, all of a sudden we'll have a huge influx of people looking to advertise. Well, I mean, based on the updates from uh, yesterday, wait, do they? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was uh, March 13th, 2021. And the update was, of course, that the state of Washington may, may be fully reopening by... June 30th? 30th, yeah, mm. if not sooner. So, yeah, that that prediction is spot on. So, I mean, the question is, you know, towards the end of June, because we all know that business owners are fantastic, amazing, and put marketing last a lot of the time, right? <laughs> so the real question is, when we get towards June 30th, so probably the 15th or the 5th or whatever of June, are we going to see, since we're marketing people, are we going to see huge influx of new advertisers or previous advertisers looking to re-advertise and i'm saying that i think we are Mm. i mean summer's always busy anyway i think this year it's going to be super busy do you think some people are going to just rely on the fact that people are going to be out and so they don't need to do any advertising now uh yeah well that's definitely a perception is like oh people are already out there they will already stop by or like my neighbor advertises so there's already people but the fact of the matter is all you're doing when you behave that way is is you're guaranteeing that someone can outmarket you. Yeah, yeah. Of course people are going to be out and doing things now, you know, in big groups, but they have so many options now. So, mm. you know, if you're not marketing, then your message and your business is going to get lost in that. That's true. And I think one of the things we learned during the pandemic, the biggest thing that I always knew and was really proved right was unfortunately that businesses that have big customer bases like maybe restaurants had been here for 30 years or whatever can't survive on that alone Mm -hmm. during during a disaster or during a downturn or any of that stuff so covid was a like downturn essentially just like an economic one would be and so we got to kind of test the economics of how a pandemic affects us and now we know for sure that word of mouth is a powerful medium that can be influenced by advertising and by itself sometimes isn't enough, right? Mm-hmm. So are you prepared? So when I talk about being prepared, one of the things that um, I talk about is your conversion pipeline. Uh, 
it's not like an actual physical thing, right? Like in terms of, uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes I say pipeline, people look at me funny. I'm talking I mean, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it is. Yeah. In this case, we're talking about when a customer hears an ad, or they hear a word of mouth recommendation, or they hear something that motivates them to to come to your business. Right? Is is from that point in time to the time that your cash register dings? Is that process as easy as it can be? Hmm. Because I got news for you. There's more to advertising than the actual ad. It's also the pipeline attached to it. And I have told plenty of customers that have come into K-Log Cooking in the Wave Couch Digital, you're not ready to advertise it. I'd love to take your money, but I'm not going to because you're not ready. Right. There's there's a lot of pieces that are in between that call to action and the cash register, like physical pieces are, you know, do you have websites set up? Are there barriers that are keeping the people who want your services or your products from getting them? And and this is sometimes unfortunate. Um, I'll call and when a client's sitting in front of me, I'll call their business right then. It'll ring. Nobody will answer sometimes <laughs> and they'll get bright red. And I'm like, hey, I wasn't trying to embarrass you. What I'm trying to point out is there's better ways to capture an audience because in 2021 and forward, if you're not at the table, you don't eat, right? So if you, if I call Joe's paint shop because of a amazing advertising campaign that some guy wrote for you, some gal at the radio station wrote for you, and I, I'm like, oh, man, I got to have that. I call you and you go, yeah, call back on Tuesday when Joe's here. Guess what? I'm not calling back on Tuesday. I ain't got that kind of time, right? I don't care that much. Yeah. Your ad wasn't that good, all right? So also your Google listing. Go on Google. Uh, it's business.google.com, business.google.com, and look at your Google listing. Is are, Have you answered your reviews? Do your insights show that people are – searching for you directly or are you showing up in discovery just do some of that work and if you don't know what i'm talking about then call us because that's what we do i can't tell you how many websites i've seen um you know that that are up people are paying the monthly fee to to wix or wordpress or squarespace and they don't have it finished this page is under construction we have um a contact page without any phone numbers or emails the little stock photo of like you know, John Smith, and he's it's like some guy that, yeah, it's not you. So, yeah, that's that's perfect. Here's the other thing. We know that you can finish your website. That's easy. You just go in and finish it, right? Or you hire somebody to do it. We know that you can hire more people to answer your phones. But did you know that with phones specifically, there's another way to plug that hole in your pipeline? There's actually a company, if you're listening in Cowlitz County, Washington, there's a company here. They actually operate worldwide. So no matter where you're listening, it's called Advanced Messaging and Dispatch. Okay, mm. I'm going to plug them a little bit, not because they paid me to, but because I believe in what they do. So I have a friend. His name is Sean at Gradical Web Design. Somebody that would be great to finish your website. Also didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> now, Sean, if you call him and he's busy, guess what? Advanced Messaging and Dispatch answers his phone. Here's what they say. Gradical Web Design, this is so-and-so. Can I help you? And I'll say, yeah, hey, this is Josh. I have this problem. And they'll go, great. Sometimes they ask me follow-up questions about my website. What's your domain? What's your... And I'm like, what? How many employees does he have? He sounds like a huge corporation. Sean's a pretty much one-man show. Um, so you can use advanced messaging and dispatch to answer your phones when they overflow, if you're a restaurant uh, or something. Yeah, I can think of a lot of industries that that would be really useful for. And how many people call and go, hey, what time are you open? Like, let them handle that, man. <laughs> And then, you know, they'll send you, you can actually give them a script and tell them what to say and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's really great. All right. 
Well, we're going to move on now to uh, the second thing on the list, which is advertising in a competitive space versus non-competitive. We'll do that right after this message from our sponsor. You've spent your life working hard. Now it's time to enjoy it. Hi, this is Aaron Kelch, owner of Kelch Communities, and I want to tell you about our signature independent community, Canterbury Park. You could spend your days cooking, cleaning, and doing chores, or you could spend it here with us and take the stress out of life. Make new friends. Enjoy chef-prepared meals. Use our on-site banking. Canterbury Park has transportation available to take you on your errands and personal appointments. It's time for you to enjoy life without the trouble of maintaining it. Call Canterbury Park at 501-5100. You're back on Marketing Magic. I'm Josh Carter. And Jen Millerin. And today we're just talking about advertising. And right now we're talking about advertising in a competitive space versus non-competitive. So, all right. What do you mean by that, Josh? Yeah. Well, okay. So the Super Bowl, very competitive, right? Got big companies mm-hmm. want to buy big ads. And it's like your message can get kind of lost in there if your ad isn't good enough. Mm. One of the cheapest ads you can buy in the Super Bowl is any ads directly next to a Coca-Cola ad. What is that, like only $60,000? Yeah. Still wicked expensive, <laughs> but cheaper than the rest. And the reason is because Coke is so good at creating a feeling. I got news for you. If you run your ad about comprehensive auto insurance or whatever, <laughs> right, next to a Coca-Cola ad, and they do a better job of creating a feeling, the prospect or the, the viewer, or listener, or whatever you want to call them, is going to still be reeling from that ad by the time yours plays. Even if yours played first. Theirs is the one that your room has brain for uh, your brain has room for impressions, and sometimes it doesn't have room for bad ones. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Does that make sense? So it's like this: go to Target, right? Walk down the aisle and look at all of the stuff as it's all zoned and looking pretty. Some of those products really jump out at you because maybe they're simple, mm-hmm. right? If you go to Target and you go in the uh, d- um. Uh, like shampoo section, you'll find this stuff called Harry's. It's in a green bottle. It says Harry's. Simple label, and it sticks out to you. Because what Harry's knows is that on that actual, you know, eight-foot planogram, they're competing with, like, 40 other brands. It's super competitive. Mm. So in a post-pandemic marketing world where things are back to being super competitive, my point is... Your ads have to be better than ever because bad ads, they, they sometimes just don't count. Better than ever. And are you kind of hinting at making sure that your message is clear and simple enough? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a time when you wouldn't want it to be clear and simple, but <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of occasion where you'd want to overwhelm a listener with information, right? Um you know, like if you're advertising like an encyclopedia salesman or something. Like, oh, we have lots of those. Here's here. all the encyclopedia <laughs> stuff we know. I don't know. But yeah, generally, yeah, being simple. And keep in mind, when you're simple and it's easy to understand, you have a lot more. I don't want to throw around the, the S word here, the subliminal word. But you do have more subliminal appeal accidentally just by uh, being simple. You know what I mean? Mm. When, when your brain doesn't have to work to decode it, then the part of your brain that's keeping records when you're not paying attention is much more likely to put that in a usable place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So the bottom line is when you're advertising in a competitive space, your ads have to be calibrated. They have to be good and they have to be consistent and your creative has to rock. Otherwise, 
uh, you're going to spend a lot more money generating more impressions because it takes longer for your message to get absorbed. I, I'll tell you this too, Jen, to, to play devil's advocate with myself a little bit. We could release an ad campaign tomorrow that's terrible. Just the we, we could literally write the worst ad for a client. Ever. Let's do it. But <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. If we run 800 of that spot a week, it'll work. Mm -hmm. But how much does that cost? <laughs> right. You know, what, like 10 grand or something? That's a terrible idea. So anyway, that's my, that's my two cents on that. All right, Jen, this is a topic we talk about a lot in the office. How come my advertising, when people say this, they say, well, my advertising didn't work before. And usually when they say that, they're talking about a low-frequency, low-reach radio station. Mm. Okay? Which ours are, that is a category we are excluded from. We're a high-reach, high-frequency radio station here, right? But low-reach, low-frequency radio station. Or a medium that has, like, a weird digital audience like Facebook or Spotify. TikTok. Don't forget TikTok. TikTok. I printed 700 lanyards. <laughs> Why didn't it work? <laughs> well, what feeling did your lanyards create other than that momentary like, oh, okay, cool, lanyard, you know? I think a great point that you often make is that, you know, you don't, you aren't the expert at your client's business, but you are the marketing expert, right? And I think a lot of the time um, we see people trying to take that role on too, which is great. Like we want people to be creative, but mm. um, we, we really do know um, based on years and years of experience, how things work, especially in our local market. Yeah. I mean, you're like, I have a client that they do laundry. That's their thing. Mm. They're fantastic people. Some of the, my favorite business owners, right? But they know they're not marketing people. Mm -hmm. And and they defer to us a lot and say, this is ideal, but what do you really think? And and that is really cool um, that we're able to have that creative flexibility. But going back to why didn't it work before, you know, if you're not a marketing person, that's okay. Pay somebody to do. You should automate anything in your business that you're not loving or good at. Automate it. Give it to somebody else. You hate doing payroll? Hire Angela Melland over at City and Country County. She'll do it for you. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, if you're bad at, at filing taxes, go to Footcher Group. They'll do it for you. Like just the amount of money that you spend on their service fees will be far outweighed, you know what I'm saying, like by the earnings that you'll get by doing what you love full time. So just like give that away, including marketing. I think a, a huge thing that would probably probably make somebody feel that their marketing doesn't work probably more important because if you have great creative but you do this one thing it doesn't matter is if you give up halfway through if you give up after a month we know this about any kind yeah. of marketing it's not just radio it's it's everything any yeah. campaign a billboard direct mail that's a good point i'm glad mm -hmm. you brought that up consistency is key because it takes you what three four times hearing your alarm in the morning to get out of the bed but you're saying that your impression is so good. Your little ad impression is just so gosh darn good. It only takes one time. Holy smokes. Like, we're not even that good. Like, And the other thing is, too, like, when you bail on, on mar marketing does work. It's a fact. That's why big billion-dollar companies spend money on advertising. There's, like, a McDonald's on every corner and a Starbucks on every corner, and they still advertise mm -hmm. because they know that pushing your brand in front of people at any cost is is a good thing right um 
why didn't it work before? Usually the bottom line is it's either the reach of the medium that you used, the audience that you were trying to reach, or you didn't do it well enough, didn't do it long enough. Those mm -hmm. are pretty much the four reasons why it doesn't work. So when you work with marketing people here at K-Log, Cooking the Wave, Couch Digital, we're going to kind of go through that with you. We're going to make sure that we're not running ads that are bad. Now, I'm not going to pretend like we get it right 100% of the time because that'd be super arrogant and wrong. It's <laughs> not true. A good portion of what we do is A-B testing, trying to figure out which ad generates the best results by communicating with our customers, okay? All right, so do you think I answered that properly? Why didn't my advertising work before? Oh, yeah, I think you hit all the points. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I missed. Well, now it's the fun thing. We're going to do spot reviews. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. Actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have a couple good ones. So i um, going to pull out a couple spots I heard on the air this week that... I wanted to talk about. Here's one from Red Canoe Credit Union. Hey, Scott, what's up? Hey, man. Did you have to get Carter new cleats for soccer this year? Riley is growing like a weed and already needs new ones. Sheesh, what are you feeding that kid? Yeah, I did, as well as a new ball. But we refinanced our mortgage with Red Canoe and have a little more spending money each month. Did you really save that much by switching your mortgage to Red Canoe? Yes, and we're down to just 15 years. All I did was send them my mortgage statement, and Charity called me back with payment options. And they just rolled the closing costs into the loan. Hmm, that does sound easy. I wonder how much lower our monthly payment would be. It's definitely worth looking into. Now is the time to have Red Canoe Home Loans give you a mortgage checkup and see if you can lower your payments. Red Canoe's home loan officers are ready to work with you today. Call, click, or visit a branch to get started. Red Canoe Home Loans, easy fast, personal, NCUA federally insured, equal housing lender. This is definitely how people talk. <laughs> yeah, so I have to be careful not to be, um, you know, mean or anything, but um, that's uh, Red Canoe Credit Union, a really great client of ours. I have a lot of respect for what they do over there. Now, I want to talk about this ad in specifically. So this is a two-person ad, as you noted. The... Um, uh, announcer's voice came in with 18 seconds left to go. It's a 60-second commercial. Um, the music bed for that mu announcer came in at the same time. 18 seconds mm -hmm. left. And there's these two guys, and they're kind of talking with a canned uh, sound of the kids at the park behind it, right? And one thing, one feedback that I would give if the person that wrote and produced this was sitting in front of me is that two-person ads are rarely and make uh, interacting very good. With PUD it's easy. very hard Smart Hub. to get Through normal Smart Hub, you'll be able to, to view detailed um, usage information, like they're having make a payment, enroll in programs, yeah, set so, account like, there's two ways to get around. much more. Have them have we'll an actual conversation that's not scripted and, information and about just sounds good and, and give them, you know, plant the ideas in their head about what they're going to be You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. We did that when she came in. She, I did like a nine-minute interview with her, and we cut that down to 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. And she sounded so conversational. Now, that's really tough to do. So the other thing that you can do is just have the announcer say what you're going to say, which maybe isn't what you're going for. What they were going for is they want real people to talk about their experience. And they wanted to do that to create a feeling, right? I think a lot of things that they were doing, um, you know, the kids playing in the park behind, um, having two people have a conversation about their lives. They wanted to create this feeling that would, you know, paint this picture of what they're, what they're trying to provide. Right. The but idea was so right. 
And the mm-hmm. idea was so right. It was the execution that, that kind of made it a little dicey. There was a lot of obvious cuts and stuff. So one thing that you can also do with peop- with uh, stuff like that is you can speed them up after you've recorded them. Speed them up a bit. Um, and that will – not too much. Not to where they're all, you know, blocky or whatever. But speed them up a little bit because people talk this quickly when they're talking normally. And they talk like this when they're reading. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so that would be my advice for Red Canoe on that. The idea is so it's like it's painful because it's so close to being right. And you know the last the last 18 seconds did a really good job on on its own. Like Yeah. It's true. Okay, here's the next commercial we're going to play for you. It's from Shiloh in Our American spirit is alive and strong. And while we're all going through these unprecedented historical times, we can face these challenges together. Hello, I'm Mark Hemstreet, owner of Shiloh Inns. Although we may wear face masks and practice social distancing, there are no restrictions on making travel memories for business or pleasure. Taking care of our Shiloh guests and employees is the very essence of what we do. At Shiloh Inns, we're open and ready to welcome you to a clean, safe home away from home. You'll find extra cleaning and sanitizing protocols in place for the safety of our guests and employees. At Shiloh Inns, we offer many free amenities like free Wi-Fi and even the kids stay free. So book your next stay with confidence at ShilohInns.com or call 1-800-222-2244. Shiloh Inns, affordable excellence, American family owned and proud of it. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So let's play the just the very beginning of that spot again. Our American. So they go in the beginning of the Shilohin spot again. Shilohin, another great client of ours. Um, we're not picking on anybody because we don't like them or something. We're just trying to give the advice that makes our spots better, right? So unfortunately, I don't have a role in writing any of the Shiloh spots. Although I would love that gig. The important thing is when they start the spot, they start it with a very uh, loud music bed, and then they drop it out when Mark starts talking, mm. which is weird. So I'm not sure what. And they've been doing that over the years. It's been getting more and more aggressive on the the beginning, which is interesting. I'm not sure what the, um, you know, maybe we can coach them away from that because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a startling. Because you do that a little bit yeah. for some commercials, but that is pretty intense. Yeah, it's interesting. So. I counted seven cliches during the commercial, um, which isn't a good idea. We don't like to rock and roll with cliches because what cliches do is they're dismissible. They have no – because a cliche can be said by anybody, they have mm-hmm. no connected value. Um, all we want to say during a commercial is why and how does it affect me, right, to the to the listener. We want to tell them why what you're saying matters, right? And then also what's your unique your unique value proposition or we call it in the business we call it a UVP, right? So what are those two things? Is sanitizing surfaces and social distancing unique right now? No. No, right. not at all. We expect that we're, when we go to the yeah. hotel. What would have been good to know is are your pools open? Spoiler alert, yes, they're not. Yes, that is exactly what I look for in in a place to stay. Or or if your pool is open, which some shadows they were, how does that work? You can even, you know, kids stay free and the pool is reserved by the hour. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. ding, that makes sense. That would make me want to go on a vacation. That's what I'm saying. So um, they also use the term no restrictions on making travel memories, which was interesting because there's literally nothing but restrictions right now. Yeah. 
And so it's like they're they're very much ignoring the the real case there. So my overall thing is while Shiloh has such a great product, we've stayed at their hotels a billion times. Their staff is usually very nice. Love that they have dogs and pets there. This commercial in no way does it really highlight the magic of Shiloh. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is that when you go to Seaside, you're going to stay right there on the on the coast, you know. Um I don't know, man. They, it it's uh it's one that, another one of those that's so close but so far yeah. away. Yeah. And that was another 60 second one, right? So that was we a didn't 60. Yeah. In, in those 60 seconds, we didn't really see, you know, the the real magic that that separates Shiloh. Yeah. So the other thing is I counted during the pandemic, right around the Tiger King time, I started counting. So like March of 2020, how many people use the term unprecedented? I never heard the word unprecedented ever before the pandemic. And now all I hear is these unprecedented times. And it's not just Shiloh because that that has no fault of their own. Progressive was doing it, man. Progressive is one of the kings of ads nowadays (laughs) and they're doing it. And it's such an easy pitfall to jump into the old cliche train and ride it down the tracks. But just stop it because nobody... Written, cliches do nothing for you. So, um, okay, let me think of a really, really good ad. Ooh, how about the Mall Merchants oh, Cooperative? Yes. Bring that up in the system. Let let's that. let's hear that. Um, yeah, just clear that out right there. So the idea behind this next campaign, this is actually one of Jen's. Is it okay if I explain it? Or you want to explain it? Oh no. Um. Well, yeah. I guess I guess I could explain it. So, um, y'all know the Three Rivers Mall, right? Um, it's been there forever. Um, I, I was talking with a shop owner and she was explaining that, um, she's been, she's been doing great. She's set up shop. There's, there's all these great new small businesses in the mall now. And she keeps hearing that the mall is a place where businesses go to die. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. And, wow. and she's tired of hearing that. So what we did was, um, we, we got other people in the mall who felt similarly and we uh banded together to create them a a co-op situation so that they could really drive home the fact that there are so many good unique shops in the mall and it's not a place where businesses go to die it's a business where they it's a it's a place where they thrive so So let me play you something before you play that let's talk about what a cooperative is for a second so in this case a cooperative was Basically, these all these businesses are buying their ads under one account and all contributing a little bit amount of money. The right? Rusty Rose at the Three Rivers Mall. If you're looking for unique collect, oh, yeah. sorry, <laughs> I was still talking, Jennifer. <laughs> all right, uh, you could play it now. I was just so excited. No, <laughs> no, go ahead. Hey, it's Jen from the Rusty Rose. If you're looking for unique collectibles and oddities like uranium glass, black velvet paintings, and vintage lamps, come visit us in the Three Rivers Mall. We also have a huge collection of records, books, clothes, and DVDs. We're open 1 to 6 every day except Mondays. Also check us out on Facebook at Rusty Rose Antique and Resale. While you're in the Three Rivers Mall, come visit some of the other great small businesses. Come find out what's new at the Three Rivers Mall. The Three Rivers Mall in Kelso, where small business shopping thrives. When I was in the cell phone business, we did something similar. We did cooperative buying. How does that work? So I worked for a small uh, startup cell phone company called Next Tech Wireless. They're a a big deal now. They're all big, 
big in their britches nowadays. But back then, they were nothing. They had like three towers. Mm -hmm. And I started working for them, and we were trying to get iPhones and Samsungs and all the hot devices to put onto our network. Well, the problem was, in order to buy a big batch of Samsungs for like the three stores we had, it was, it was ridiculous because they do bulk pricing. And we can't afford to buy, you know, 10,000 devices. Yeah. So what we did is we found other small startup wireless companies across the state of Kansas where I lived. And we all bought the devices together, which was a challenge because of the CDMA GSM thing, if you know anything about phones. But we were able to all order the th like 30,000 devices, split them up amongst the group, mm -hmm. and then everybody got the bulk discount. And then we were all making money. And then we were all building new towers. And then we were all, now we're hustling. Now yeah. we're competing. And so that cooperative, it's like find out who can you align with that has similar interests to you or when your customers come there can benefit from that? Mm -hmm. That's the question. So when you're looking for marketing strategy, you're looking for marketing information, or you're just looking to hear a talking head talk about marketing for a half an hour, you're always coming to the right place. Marketing Magic on the Cowlitz Podcast Network. Is there anything else we can add to today's uh, podcast before we wrap it up? I think we've got it all covered. You'll just have to come back next time and find out more tips and tricks. That's right. And the uh, Cowboys Podcast Network is now available on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Magic Podcast on the Cowboys Podcast Network.